Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Marriage Be Hard podcast. I'm your host, Melissa, and I, of course, am joined by my husband and co-host. Kevin Allen Fredericks. Kevin Allen Fredericks. And this podcast was spawned by our New York Times bestselling book, Marriage Be Hard, that is still available. Come on. Okay. We love oh, a casual that's what I'm ad placement. About, Peter. We love a good casual ad placement. Oh, it looks good. Uh-huh. It looks good. Oh, I didn't realize we were on camera. How did that How did that get here? <laughs> um, available everywhere books are st- sold. And if you don't want to read it, please get the audio version because it's my favorite version. Um, and on this podcast, we talk to some of our favorite couples who we also just met, but they will be one of our favorite couples. Um, by the end of the conversation, I'm sure you, I, I, listen, there's not a doubt in my mind if you're on Couple Talk or Couple Instagram, uh, Couple Gram, I don't know what it's called. I am sure that you have seen <laughs> this couple go viral, okay, with their petty and pettier posts that are absolutely hysterical. Please help me welcome Elena and Peter Singh. All those your whole last name is not just Singh. Can you say it for me? Say it. It's Sing Shinsuk. Sing Shinsuk. It's Thai. Us Thai people, we have like super long last names. We just make it up. So it's like Tim. And my wife took the whole thing. Took the whole whole thing. thing. I love it. I I was Jameson. Okay. (laughs) My mom still cannot say my new last name. (laughs) Jameson, yo. I was Jameson. Yes. That's how much I love you. I used to be Jameson. Yes. (laughs) I love it. I saw that and I wanted to make sure I say that because I wonder how many people think your whole last name is just Singh. Probably everybody. Yeah, some people, like I said, an Indian last name. Yeah. 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 That's so funny. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us today. We're so excited for this conversation. So let's get right into it. We always like to start with how did you meet? Like, what is your origin story? What is your love story? Um, And I'm just going to throw it out there because from what I read, it sounds like y'all were work husbands and work wives before y'all were legally married husbands and wives. (laughs) Yeah. So let's let's talk about it. Okay. So yes, we were work husband and wife. Um, but that's probably the only thing that we can agree on. And it's been 10 years and we still cannot agree on how this came to fruition. Okay. So I love, I love, it. I love, I love when people cannot agree. Yeah, that's the and the men is always right. <laughs> so what's your take on it i was fo- i was focused i was trying to do my job i was trying to <laughs> move up the corporate ladder right and this girl coming over flirting i'm here using typing on my laptop our fingers are interlacing which is trying to help me with my computer um we can sit wherever we want every every day she came and sat right next to me every single day uh i don't know she's just super flirtatious look how the truth just flows out of this Elena, you, he said you you uh you approached him. He said you were forward. You slid no. in his DMs. <laughs> okay. We used to go out uh to lunch like as a group, as a team, and then slowly and slowly people started not showing up, and it just <laughs> became just us two. And then it became and it was a like date. Two three weeks of just us two, you know. <laughs> so this is why it's so hard. Um, everything he said was untrue. because it was from him to me okay the reason why we were sitting next to each other is because every day he'd be like hey what's up shoddy can you save me a seat (laughs) not what's up shoddy (laughs) what's up shoddy can you save me a seat you know 
there was a time in the break room when I was washing my hands and he came over and he was like, oh, do you mind if I share the faucet with you? And like all of a sudden, you, we were like, splash, like that was all him. That's it a me cue. It is a me cue. That's going in a rom-com. Peter so. was out here. He said, can I share your dirty faucet water with you? <laughs> and wash That's my hands with That's you. I, I was like, oh, he wants that dirty water. <laughs> I'm like, girl, let me get your dirty water. Let me get your dirty water. <laughs> um, but so I think it just kind of started blossoming and we hung out more and he started inviting himself over on the weekends to, you know, go have lunch. Just trying to go shopping, you know, get some clothes, have some lunch. <laughs> Friend, best friend stuff, you know? Like... Best friends. <laughs> best friends, man. Hey, pal. <laughs> That's pretty much it. That's honestly. it. So, how long did you guys date before you? Well, how long did you faux date before you real before you realized? Oh wait, like we're in a relationship. So, before we get to that, I think Elena was like, like I said, just nonstop flirting, like love bombing me. <laughs> oh my gosh! And then and then she pulled back, guys. She pulled back. Mm. Oh, our first date, I took her to a Drake concert. We want to go see Drake. Yes. Oh, okay. Got really good tickets. We were like seventh row, seventh row, first date. That's freaking fantastic, wow. Peter. She pulled back after that. And then um, <laughs> I was super nervous, guys. I was walking back to the car. I'm like, man, this is my coworker. What if she kisses me? What, if she, like, <laughs> what do I do? Like, I can't show up to work the next day like this. <laughs> she didn't even give me a hug. Not oh! even a side hug. Not even a, not even a handshake. She she said bye, went in her car, <laughs> drove home after seventh row of the Drake concert. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Man. Elena. You have okay. to explain after all yourself. this flirting, after all this buildup. There's no denial this of this either. Look, she's, she's not denying this like she was the other part of your story. There's truth here. <laughs> <laughs> the night came to an end, and I was like, okay, I am a woman in the workplace, and I just don't want to get caught up with this. So, Oh, you decided that after the tickets. You didn't decide that before. before. <laughs> He could have took okay. another homie or homegirl after the concert. You're like, you know what? I'm a woman in the workplace. I shouldn't even really be doing this. That was an amazing concert. So much so that I actually am going to go back to a strict co-work. You know what? I should inform HR that he tried to take me to a Drake concert. I did attend, but now I know the truth. He didn't tell. He, so he was like, the way he said it was like, oh, you know, I got some Drake tickets. They're, they're nosebleeds. So don't get your hopes up. Okay. <laughs> Good work. That's good and work. And so I honestly, like, when I... Uh, Her jaw was on the floor when we saw the seats. Like. <laughs> I remember texting my sisters, and I was like, you guys, <laughs> we got row seven. <laughs> and he just took me to dinner, and I think I'm on a date. <laughs> and so we got to the car to leave, and I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> and I <I'm>, was <laughs> And then I pulled back. Yes, he's absolutely right. Because I just, I didn't want us to mess up the workplace situation. That makes sense. How long were you guys uh, working together as like co-workers? Before we went on that date? Yes. I think like two months. Oh. Oh. We started on the same day. Oh, okay. It was like a project. We were all working super close together. We only had like one job to do. We were almost like a SWAT team that was there to fix something. Got and it. We're all fighting for permanent positions. Yeah. So Got we, it. I, I needed to keep it professional. I can't be this guy who was 
having office romances while I'm trying to get this full time position. Shut up. <laughs> so you guys were basically the same job, and um, I just didn't want I didn't want anybody to be like, oh, it can't be them because look what happened with them. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we pulled back, took a little bit of a break. Four months later, I mean, we're still friends at work. Uh-huh. Four months later. I was like, all right, we can do it. No, though we were hanging out, and then she just like, and she just grabbed my face and just gave me a big old kiss. And I was like, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. Either. Broke the fourth wall with his like best friend kiss. Like, what was going on? Jesus hears you. Jesus hears you. God don't like liars. Uh, <laughs> she pulled back. We were hanging out with just as friends for a few weeks. Again, went to the mall, came back, and yeah, grabbed my face. Big old smooch. Not what happened. He did the 90% thing. So he did the thing where he came in 90%. Nah. Now this is 10%. Like, what am I supposed to do with this 10%? <laughs> yes. So he forces you, know? you to kiss him, but really, he kissed you. That was that. Yeah. And okay, Peter agrees. And from there, it was like, okay. <laughs> oh, okay, so you guys were basically like contracted workers. Mm-hmm. Okay, did either one of you get the permanent position? <gasps> Shut up, Peter. You Dang. got it. I mean, she le- she left to do something else. So I, oh, I, will okay. say, I will say that she left to do something else. Okay, but yeah, <laughs> that was my full time job until six months ago. Shut oh snap! Up! Six yeah. months ago. How many? Yeah. How much time in between that time and six months ago? Like a decade. Yeah. Oh snap! Yeah. 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 A decade. Yeah. For 10 years. Yeah. This year's 10 years. Yeah. Dang. That is nuts. Okay, dude. Does everyone at work know that that's how you guys got together? So on the last day, well, my the last day that I was there, we finally were like, all right, we have something to say. We have been in a relationship for the last eight months. Oh, so y'all didn't inform HR ahead of time. No. That is mm-hmm. comedy protocol. I was trying to make get, get the position. So. Girl, don't tell we nobody. Didn't tell anybody. Don't tell we nobody. If we came into work together she, down the block, she'll be hiding in the back seat. I'm hiding. Like, <laughs> I'm driving. You better get down. That's We're parking the, in the far back. I need this job, bro. Don't mess this up for me. Yeah. <laughs> that is so funny. I cannot believe you worked there for 10 years. That's nuts. That long. That's and we crazy. We have people from that. that time period who came to our wedding but when we told everybody at the eight month mark they were like yeah duh (laughs) (laughs) oh y'all were hiding it yeah we all knew girl you just didn't say it out loud but like we figured not a single person was shocked (laughs) that is so funny okay so fast forward so that means you guys got married must have been in like 2013 no we dated for five years Ah, and then got married. 2018, right? Yeah, 2018. Yeah, got it. Okay, okay. So you guys have. So wait, how long have you guys been together? So ten years ago, ten years. Oh, ten okay, years. that so is the ten years. Okay, I yeah. was. Oh, trying but you to... only been married for five. Only been married for five. Yeah. Ah, okay. That the math makes most sense. I, I for some reason my mind, I, I, my mind got confused. It, <laughs> the ten became fifteen, and I said, "Well, that that's what I it feels like it." Yeah, I, I was like, "That math don't <laughs> math." Hold on. <laughs> yes. Okay. So you guys obviously have gone super viral with your petty posts. Okay, these are so freaking hysterical <laughs> i see them all the time um and i low-key relate to them so the real question that people want to know is 
Is this based off real life? Yes or no? Because we need the circumstances to which, like, are they just like what ifs or are they like <laughs> low key, we're a little bit petty to each other and then this is just like the exaggerated version that's become a skit. Peter, I want you to know you are hilarious. Oh yeah. If the if the uh, SAG strike wasn't going, I'd be putting y'all up for roles. Yes. Because I'd be cracking. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Um, no, it means a lot coming from both of you. So. Yeah, that's freaking fantastic. Thank you so much. Um, if I can, if I can pause real quick and, and give you guys your flowers, like seriously, Kev, I've seen you like online for like over a decade. Like oh, you would just show up on my feed randomly here and there for like a decade. That's, that's so my great. whole goal. Show up and, on your feed. You know, you guys' authorship and everything. So like, so honored again to be here. Thank you. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, but back to Petty, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, don't know. I was like, what? <laughs> um, I would not. So, did he ever steal my edge control? He hasn't. Right, right, right. <laughs> but have we been known to be a little petty here and there? <laughs> Every day. Every day. Every yes. day. Yes. Every day. Okay, yeah. so let's talk about it because um, pettiness can come across as like funny obviously, ha 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 ha. And then pettiness can also be you keep playing, you keep playing. <laughs> And I want you to stop. Gone on now. No, no, gone. Gone on, man. Ain't nobody Look, playing but you, Smokey. Exactly. <laughs> Pettiness be real cute, and now I'm mad, and now I want to fight you. So what's happening? I'm going to take a break from this episode to tell you about HelloFresh. Uh, you guys know we love HelloFresh over here. You get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip the trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable we just had a meatloaf dinner the other day we've been traveling so much no one has time to go to the grocery store or think about what it is i'm going to be cooking so we have meatloaf with potatoes and green beans that sounds like a hearty meal to me that sounds like an easy meal to me and you can never go wrong with meatloaf uh, you just never can okay and HelloFresh, they're going to give you all the situations they're going to give it to you pre-packaged pre-portioned all you have to do is mix it up most of the meals you can make in under 30 minutes okay life gets really busy don't call for delivery get hello fresh it's 25 percent cheaper than takeout and less expensive than grocery shopping too just choose your recipes and receive fresh pre-portioned ingredients so you can get to cooking quick obviously i have teenagers i also love it for them it's an un un um unadvertised benefit is that when kevin and i are traveling we can leave these pre-portioned pre-packaged meals hello fresh at the door for the kids and they can have lunch or dinner for um the weekend and i don't have to worry about them constantly ordering takeout okay Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50MBH and use code 50MBH for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash 50MBH and use code 50MBH for 50% off plus free shipping. Now let's get back to the episode. It's like it's like chess with Elena. It's like chess. Like I thought I'm going to like win the next move, but she just one-ups me. And she, <laughs> I don't know. Like Let me give an example. You know how like when... The wife gets mad at the husband. Husband sleeps on the, <laughs> on the couch, right? Yeah. She sends me back to the master bedroom, and she will sleep on the couch so I can feel guilty <laughs> that she's <laughs> suffering. Her back's aching on the couch. <laughs> There's no good pillow. So I got to be in the master bedroom by myself thinking about it all night. 
I think that's that probably, good. That's that good. probably has like a good one or two more years left before he's like, bet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I sleep well. It's like a reverse card. Of that's hilarious. Ah, my back. That's so crazy that you made me sleep on the couch, even though I went my, <laughs> of my own volition. Yes. <laughs> Who is the most so, forget? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Lena. I was going to say, that would probably, like, we, I don't think that we get petty to the point where it's like, all right, we need to take a step back. Yeah. But, you know, we got the little petty here and there. Yeah. Trash talking and then, you know. Being petty, yeah, that's yeah. funny. That's funny. Your um, your dynamic is so um hilarious. I'm sure people always think that you guys are just ha 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 funny, funny, funny all of the time. Give us the glimpse of like, and I'm assuming, did you quit your job to do full time? Uh, yeah. That's what I figured. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. What this is? Wait, before are I you ask both full time creators. Mm -hmm. Nice. Okay, so before I ask that question, I was just about to ask: We need to know who's the kite, who's the string in this dynamic. Um, I, I think we take turns. I think that there's a time in our life where, like, I was the kite and he was the string, and I would say maybe after kids we switched. Okay. And then I became the string, and he became the kite. Hmm. What are you thinking, Peter? We we need you to get your words out that are clearly happening in your mind. Bring us in I'm, on I'm the conversation. Thinking, is, is the string like? Is it a positive thing? Is it like keeping her grounded, or is the string like holding? I'm holding, I'm holding you back. You know, like keeping her from <laughs> to the dreamer. Yeah. It's holding you back. To the to the, the actuality is they both are necessary, and mm -hmm. there's nothing mm -hmm. wrong. Like they are both necessary for a kite to work. Without the string, the kite would fly too far and fall. And without the kite, the string will be on the ground with nowhere to go. So there's not really a negative connotation. But to the other people, sometimes it feels like the dreamer is being irresponsible to the to the uh, to the person who's grounded, and to the person who's dreaming, it seems like the person who's being grounded is holding them back sometimes, or doesn't want, or doesn't <clears throat> excuse me, doesn't believe in them, doesn't think it's gonna work type of thing. Yeah, I think that, uh, to Kevin's point, I don't think there's necessarily a bad connotation, but I think that what you just described is a um, an evolution in dynamics of a relationship. Yeah. So I feel mm -hmm. like very early on, I especially even for Kevin and I, I do feel like the interpretation that Kevin probably had of the string, because I'm the string, is that I'm holding you back. And then as you grow and mature and you start to have an appreciation for the string, you realize, oh, they're actually a safe net for me mm -hmm. so I don't so I don't go off the rails in my dream and um and lose everything in pursuit <laughs> of accomplishing this dream but I think for the other side that as the string I've learned to have an appreciation that it's okay to not always be safe to dream to allow myself to have goals that are bigger than what I think are possible like bigger than the goal I actually put on my you know these are my goals on my piece of paper yeah, because yeah. that's that's attainable so obviously, I just had this that's analogy. Not big let, let me know what you think, Liz. I think the <laughs> the kite gets us into this studio, right? The string allows us to stay here for the duration keeps of the, the lease. Keeps the bills paid. <laughs> keeps the bills paid. <laughs> keeps yeah. the lights on. Keep people yeah. employed. Because sometimes the the kite will get you there with no plan of staying there, maintaining or anything like that. And the string will be like, okay, we here now. Here's how we make sure it lasts. Make it last forever. That's Keith Sweat was saying. Yeah. I'm the string. <laughs> I'm the string. For sure, I'm the string. For sure. For sure. I feel like you t 
talk about things sometimes and I'll be like, oh, okay, so like sky is really the limit. <laughs> I'm safe. I'm, I'm super introverted. So I like things to be consistent. So like I'm the stringers. My plane is always pushing for the next thing. Well, I was gonna say usually the 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 string probably would have quit their job first. I, I think mean, so sorry, that's the, also the, very the, true. the kite would have quit kite their job. First, yeah. the string will be like, let me make sure everything's set. Let me make sure we got health insurance. Let me make sure this isn't a fluke that, I mean, we might be getting brand new money, but is it sustainable? Okay, now I'll quit my job. And the kite is like, boy, we out here balling. You feel me? The Your money bitch should have quit. quit. This job Literally. is holding me back. Low first key, of all, I could have been made 10 videos today if I had this funky little job. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm the kite. I'm the kite. I'm the kite. <laughs> Not me thinking I'm the string. <laughs> She's the quintessential kite. Like, nah, I'm safe. Why'd you quit your job? Because it was holding me back. Fucking <laughs> okay, little nine to five. I can't be held back by hours. Listen, I'm a creative visionary. I got to go. I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking that because I was like, we got to get to work today. Okay, we're gonna do all these videos today. That that made me the string. Oh no. But, yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure you bring. Um, so, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Say that again, Peter. I'll say it took me like a whole year to quit. So I'm definitely the string. Like I was like working full eight hour days, wrap up a two hour presentation, come up, do a little skit, Dang. go back to meetings. So like I'm Wait. safe. I'm consistent. I'm the string for sure. Coming yeah. out stressed out, and I'm like, quit. Yeah. 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 Quit that now. <laughs> quit that job, man. You sit over here stressing. You don't have to be quit. Were you working from home, Peter? I was, which is I feel like even harder because we got two kids yeah and we got my wife who's working 24 7 so it was super hard working from home. i also mm -hmm. feel like it could be sustainable like girl i'll just take these little two hours off you know what i'm saying i'll still be available on teams or slack and then i'll be right back you can edit the video we could keep doing this forever melissa probably still would be working her job if they didn't she was uh later she was jonah the Lord told her to quit her job, and she didn't. And because she didn't, the whole job got closed down. <laughs> they and closed my job down and moved to Ohio. Everybody's job was lost because Melissa didn't quit when the Lord told her to. <laughs> God was like, oh, I got to do big things. <laughs> I got to close. Now nobody has a job. Now well, make sure you don't go to work. That Because I feel like that is the dynamic of the string. You do feel like... Um, you, for me, I always feel like the string allows the dream, the kite to dream big. Yeah. Because there's a floor to which I won't let you fall below. Yeah. It's not, we're not going all the way to the ground because the safety net in me won't allow me to, we, what we're not going to do is start all the way from zero. Okay. Yeah. That's what we're not going to do. So if I could put a plan in place to maybe save a little bit of money. And I know you don't want to hear my contingency plan, but what I'm going to do is create one on the just in case. So the floor is actually here because for Kev, every show going to sell out. We always going to get 100%. Only a matter of time. Uh, they, no <laughs> show has ever sold. Uh, no, I've never sold a show to a network. But there boy, it's coming. Don't you worry, guys. <laughs> don't forget us. It's right there. The, the don't 20, forget us. 27th <laughs> haven't worked, but 28? I got a good feeling about this one. <laughs> <laughs> Got and if that out. one doesn't work, don't worry. Twenty nine is coming, right? And, <laughs> you know, and the string you have to like be there to support, and then be like, okay, so in the event that this doesn't work, let's just make sure we can still live. Let's right. just make sure that these kids gonna be taken care of, this house gonna be paid, and everything's gonna be okay. Yeah, it's hard to string. 
the string. It is. Oh, tell us. Tell us about the plight of the string. Tell us. <laughs> the plight of the string. <laughs> I don't know. It's just you. You gotta be more. You gotta be patient. Like you said, you gotta have these contingency plans. You gotta. You're the safety net, right? Mm -hmm. So if anything goes wrong, you have to make sure the kite the kite doesn't fly away or fall to the ground or. Just got to contain the crazy, you know? Yeah, yeah. you do. <laughs> the chaos, I mean. Yeah. yeah. And I also think, which I, where I thought you were going, the other thing that's kind of the unspoken plight of, listen, a plight, y'all, it's a plight of the string is that um, if not done right and with maturity, mm -hmm. you can be looked at as the person that's holding yeah. Yeah. your yeah. partner back. And so it yeah. is very much a, it's maturity and a dance. Yeah. where my plan B and my safety net is not coming across as disbelief yeah. or unbelief or like I'm I'm not supporting the dream yeah. because I also want to ensure of this plan B where a lot of times for kites ain't why do you even need a plan B if you're if you're on board with the plan why do we need a plan B yeah. if you're on board with the yeah. dream <laughs> yeah. It's like for the safety sure, yeah. person at work. Like they're the ones harping they're on the rules. They're fun snatchers. They're fun snatchers, but they're also the reason people don't die. <laughs> That's what their job is. They're not here to have fun. They're here to make sure this is safe so you can continue to do this. And in our relationship, luckily, because Melissa is like that, I didn't take a big swing until we had certain contingencies. Like if this fell apart... We're good on the mortgage. The, you know what I'm saying? Like, the kids are going to yeah. be able to go to school. We have backup. We have so many backup plans. Like, if I ever get canceled, for sure, for sure. For I mean, like, <laughs> we have so many backup plans that we would be safe. But if it were up to me, I would be, I'm just a guy at a roulette table. A million dollars on 23. You lost it? A million dollars on 24. You lost They're it? They're like, forget plan B. Let's have the whole alphabet. Yeah. Right, right. Whole alphabet of plans. Yeah. Okay, now, so. Now, this is, oh, go go ahead. Ahead. can I ask a question yeah. that's not in the thing? Yeah. I'm really curious, because you said you were Thai, right, Peter? Yes, sir. Right. So one of my friends, good friends is Thai, and his wife's Eritrean, and Thai has a very rich culture, and black people have a very rich culture as well. Right. I'm curious about what was like for both of you. What was it like to learn about a culture? Was it easy? Was it tough? Was there a transition? Was there some like harder parts and some things that you got into more easily? Uh, what was that like for you guys? Well, Elena has a what it go ahead. Y'all go ahead. Uh, you talking about Tim and, and Chia? Yeah, yeah, Tim and Chia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> super cool. We just started connecting with them. Oh, y'all like know Tim and Chia? They're super sweet, yeah. Oh, I cool. love them. Yeah, well, that's cool. We should all go out to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I mean both ways. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I think I probably had a harder time understanding the difference in culture than Peter did. Okay. Because, you know, my, my dad's black. My mom is Ethiopian. Right. And that's what so I was because say. of that, we grew up in a very... Got it. American household. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Whereas I feel like Peter, his parents just like fully immersed himself in or immersed him in Thai culture. So sometimes when we'd be arguing or I wouldn't understand something, he'd be like, I'm Thai. It's Thai culture. I'd be like. <sighs> <laughs> to add to what she's saying, I'm an only child yeah. and I didn't learn English until I was like four years old. So like oh, my wow. parents just spoke nothing but Thai to me. They wanted me super in the culture. So. 
Yeah, I'm super oh, tied. Super tied. I used tied. to think in Thai. Before I met Elena, I used to think in Thai. Oh, wow. We were just talking about inner monologue. Yeah. I never yeah. thought. So your inner monologue was in Thai and then it switched to English? Now, now it's 100% English now. now what? Was that like a like a light switch or was it like a transition? Think about it. Like, I, was, I was like talking to my parents every single day in Thai. Now it's my wife and two kids, nothing but English, nothing but English. Wow. And yeah. No, I think slowly I would, I would, there would be phases where it was like 50, 50 when maybe like I was thinking about my parents would be in Thai. If I thought about, you know, Do you dream problems. Be, no, it's all English now. Really? Yeah. It's, Even it's, your it's dream. gone. It's gone. <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. Wait. You used to dream in Thai as well? My inner, my inner thoughts. Your with, inner thoughts. Were that yeah. is so interesting. That's so, but wait, so then the question that I have is, was there a grieving of that? Is, do is there is there a feeling of loss of culture connection to culture once you once there's like a light bulb that's like oh my god I don't do this anymore. Yes and no. Okay. I will say yes, of course, because like like you said, you're raised in American culture, so it's much much different from what I was raised with. But I will say the Ethiopian culture is like mm -hmm. very very similar. They're very like family oriented, very like loving, very uh, hospitable, hospitable, selfless. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, like meeting her mom for the first time was an amazing experience. We went, we had Ethiopian food. Have you guys had Ethiopian uh, food? I have had Ethiopian food. With I feel my like friend. I have too, actually. Did my friend Lowell uh, is Ethiopian. Didn't they open a restaurant? We, no, I don't know if he opened a restaurant, but he took me to Little Ethiopia. Mm -hmm. And oh, yeah. he, he was, he's, he had a Habesha, it's Habesha? Yeah. Yeah. Habesha, he had an app. I mean, it was in the food. Like we was, I was learning so much about, he was in my movie. Mm -hmm. in, it was fantastic. It's actually amazing food as well, especially yeah. if you're a vegan. You can really get down yeah. with yeah. exactly. And you go yeah. a lot of vegan options. A lot of vegan options. So in Jero was it was lit. So yes, I've had it. And Thai food as well. We got you on the Ethiopian. Yeah, we got you covered. We got you. Let we us know you. what's on the plate. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I sat down at the table, Ethiopian restaurant, little Ethiopia actually, and we got to it. Her mom started sharing like the Ethiopian customs. One thing is called Gorsha, mm -hmm. where you with their hands by the way yeah, yeah. you make a, a bite and you feed it to you know someone you love it's called gorsha oh so nice first time meeting her mom she put a whole <laughs> morsel of food biggest bite <laughs> right into my mouth so oh, the whole snap. time i'm feeding her mom i'm grabbing some food putting it in her mouth she's gonna so it's like a super loving like i don't know warm experience so like from from the get-go i felt like wow like this is like super similar like, mm. like that is amazing <laughs> that is amazing. little didn't do it. that to me little didn't he don't love you that way i'm gonna tell i'm gonna text him his mother uh, peter's mother i love him and she did from the jump <laughs> from the jump from the jump <laughs> from the jump she was in love with him did that it was like done deal <laughs> i was planting seeds though at work he was <laughs> Her mom would pick her up sometimes, and I don't know why. I was I don't know why what got into me, but I would open the door for her mom every single day. After. Mm. That goes I a long why, way. And I remember my mom. So, so who's, we, this, who's this Asian dude opening this door? <laughs> my mom would go to LA a lot, and we were working in LA, um, but we lived in the Inland Empire area. Yeah. So we would carpool, but she'd be like, "But you' about to drive." So when she'd get to work, she'd get out the car and go around to the passenger side to become a passenger princess. And we would like run up to the door and open it for her and let her in. And I remember we got inside one time. She was like, that man likes you. And I was like, no, mom, we're just friends. She's like, okay. I said what I said. I said what I said. Yeah, two kids later. That is. 
so funny. So how do you um, um, mesh your world in raising your kids? I think we just, whenever the opportunity is there to teach them something or to show them something, we just take advantage of it, right? Mm -hmm. So like if it's Thai New Year's, we're going to get them dressed in Thai clothing. We're going to celebrate it traditional way. And that will be an opportunity. Dinner time. My, my mom is here all the time. <laughs> making some injera, making some what? She'll call me up, be like, "Did you give the kids injera today?" They're gonna forget. <laughs> so good. that's such a mom thing. It is. They're it gonna is. forget, and it's gonna be my fault because I didn't get on you exactly. to make sure you got on there. <laughs> you remember how I did this to Peter? Do this to the kids. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, she comes to my house and she'll like put frozen injera and frozen, you know what that's what we call the the sauce dishes yeah. put what in the freezer and she'll call me up and be like all right go to the outside freezer <laughs> take that thought grab a costco chicken throw some pieces of the chicken in there you're done dinner okay dinner give done. my baby some injera and then facetime me to show me proof yeah after. and then facetime me Oh, mom's no not playing video. No games. I want to see it in real time. If you didn't do it, it was AI, and you're not feeding my babies in jail like I asked you to. Matter of fact, I'm on my way back. I'm on my way. Right I want there. them holding I'm... the newspaper for the day with today's date. <laughs> Don't play with me, Elena, because I will make my way. <laughs> I love it. Get competitive too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think um, our son started learning uh, the numbers in Thai. He was kind of the 10. Mm -hmm. And as soon as she found out, <laughs> my mom was like, next day you see them come in. And my mom's like, tell them what you learned, Luke. <laughs> I spent like two hours teaching them the hard <laughs> numbers. That's <laughs> now, no, no, he can, talk, he can, he can count to 20 yeah, now. Right? I know he's only up to 10 in Thai. He, yeah. he can do 20 in <laughs> Oh, I love that. I love that. It allows your kids to be both. You know I was what I just going to say, your kids are probably have so much cultural capital, you know, just yeah. from the way they've been born and are being raised. More than most uh, children who's uh, who don't have that much um, difference, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think yeah. it's probably going to make them more tolerant and understanding of different cultures because they, they have different cultures within them or within their households. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's super beautiful. Yeah, super dope. Yeah, that's beautiful. It's really nice. And like, even with my parents, like, my dad, he, my dad was Dre from Blackish growing up, okay? <laughs> like, that was yeah. him. Yeah. It, it could be Christmas Day and let 12 Years a Slave come out, we going as a family, okay? <laughs> I have been to every Martin Luther King parade <laughs> that there has been to go to, okay? Um, oh. So, I'll call him up. I'll be like, Dad, where are you at? And he's like... I'm in Alabama. I went to this museum, Black History Museum. <laughs> you know. So your dad's gonna so, make sure your kids can play spades. <laughs> yes. Oh yes. Spades yes, yes, and gin yes. and talk. They can talk trash. They talk. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, they can count, that. but they hey, now they need to learn how to count books. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he got them. You're gonna be set now. You got three of the possible. That's that grandpa. Don't be make... on his team though, because he'll get mad if you don't count fast enough. <laughs> Oh, that's great, man. I love it. Okay, so you guys obviously have been working together for a long time, but now you are full-time creators together. How has working together been? This is the unspoken man. trial of relationships of influencers. Because working together at the same job is work is a different working together than y'all work together and it's your own company. Yeah. 
before we get get into that, can I say a quick pet peeve of mine? Yes. yes. Oh my god, do I know what it is? My pet peeve is when we talk to other couples or other creators, mm, yeah. and they tell us that our relationship is perfect. Oh uh, my god, working with each other is god. so easy. We never fight. Oh, what are you talking about? This is the best job in the. My biggest pet peeve. You're lying. <laughs> You're lying. I don't get it. It's, it's not true. It is impossible. It is. It's so hard. I think now that Peter has left his job, we're getting better. Yeah. Because, like, it's easier to define our roles. Whereas before, if a meeting shows up on his calendar or something last minute I'm happens, going. now it's on my plate. Yeah. And it just mm. kind of made everything a little bit confusing. We still have our days where it's, you know, it's hard not to take things personal. Something yes. that somebody else could have said, a bad, an idea that somebody else could be like, that's a bad idea. Um, Land's completely different. Coming from my husband. When I hear from him, I'm like, what next? You don't like your kids? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why is that the Not job? like chicken last night? <laughs> that is the job. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. Dog, that is. I, listen, go ahead. I didn't mean no, to go ahead. Peter, Peter, hear me, my brother. <laughs> I'd be so afraid to give Melissa a note on anything because. If I'm trying to get butt tonight, I don't care how the video performs. I would much rather, <laughs> if it gets six views, but I get that booty, but then the creator of me is like, I have to tell her. I can't not tell her. And I could try to lay it down like a feather, mm -hmm. right? And I've done mm -hmm. my best. Fine, then you just go ahead and do it. And I should have never did nothing else. You want to go ahead and edit? I didn't say all that. And that's why your mom don't like me. That's not, not true. <laughs> I know, right? My mom loves you. She called you and she don't call me. But, you know, one of our friends, uh, their recording artist, uh, she's the singer, he's the producer. Mm -hmm. And she was like, he was producing. They always talk about how hard it was. Yeah. And she's like, producer husband is talking to me, and I am hearing from my actual husband. I'm not yeah. hearing the producer's note about something. I'm hearing my baby's father talking crazy to me through this <laughs> microphone. I don't know who he think he's talking to exactly, because it's the right? same person. The person, you got both skills, but I'm seeing the person that I lay down with, not the person that I got to work with during the day. I don't know how... You could say 99 good things about the idea, but if you say <laughs> one thing, like you said, light as a feather. I just want, I just want to raise my hand really quickly <laughs> on behalf of the women in the room. Thank you. And, and I just want to say, you are the exact same. I, too, can lay down as light as a feather and have the one thing. And it lands the same. Because the thing about uh, it is, right. yeah, it's right. the same. You, I think because, I'm sorry, I interrupt you. Because that person is so important exactly. to you, their words or their lack of words weigh, weigh ten times what other yeah. people's weigh. Yeah. Their opinion matter so much more right even if they are saying the same thing as everybody else or one mm -hmm. thing different it just lands so much heavier mm -hmm. because truly you value their opinion more than anybody else right somebody give you a negative note and roll off your shoulders they give you the light and uh, to, to this point you're absolutely right if she uh <laughs> i was shooting a tv show yesterday and she was like my, and my boy was producing it he he could if he was like hey relax I would be like, oh, okay, cool. 
But she texts me, relaxed. I'm like, oh my God, am I not relaxed? Is, is, is it coming across the camera? Am I, not right? I, I thought I was relaxed. I, I was smiling. Why would you I, say that to me? <laughs> now I'm in my head, like, relax, 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 relax. Well, if I keep saying that, I'm not going to relax. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's because they matter so much more, but there's nothing in our mind that can make it land differently because they mean so much. Yeah. So it, it's just going to be, I guess, that balancing act that people who don't work together don't have that. You go to your different job and you come home and you can talk about your day. In our life, our day is really shared mm-hmm. more than it's experienced separately. And especially from us and y'all, you've had both. You didn't come, you know, you didn't start dating each other as creators and you both were doing this. You had regular jobs and Melissa and I have regular jobs. And then it became this. I quit my job first, just like you. And then she eventually quit. So there's a lot of uh, balance, uh, a lot of managing transitions and balance that you have to yeah. understand. And I don't think it gets easier. I think you might just manage it better but i think some of those issues are going to probably be constant well that's what i was going to say in your managing it i'll let you go elena in your managing it better what tips do you what have you learned in the journey but you can say what you were going to say first elena i was going to ask you (laughs) and you're managing it what have you learned girl i'm trying to write down some notes (laughs) yeah because all right i was asking you for help I'm gonna be real. Okay. We cannot there work when we're fighting. There could be a whole television. We can't. We, we like, cannot how, function. How do you work when you're fighting? We cannot. Fun- we can't even record a video. I can't. Do no, we 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 have I to can't. take a break. No, no, I have to take a break. There's a time I didn't even tell Melissa about this, but I'm gonna share it now, which we said we're not gonna do. I was about to say. Now you know that's the rule. That's the rule. <laughs> that's one gonna... of our rules. I don't know if it's one of yours, but one of our rules is you can't share something, um, like publicly because we did the Love Hour podcast for a long time that you haven't shared privately because it's unfair. Mm-hmm. So that is one of our rules. I'm not going to break the rule. Oh, I like that. I'm not going to break the rule. But I will agree with you and say, sometimes you are trying and it just doesn't work. And you just got to be like, all right, today's not what we thought we were going to shoot today. The petty going to be real. And (laughs) (laughs) and there ain't going to be no humor in it. I'm just mad at you right now. And you (laughs) got to take a break from this video because it's not going to work. And I think that's I think that's it's better to walk away to me than to try to push through because even if you shot it, you got the rest of the day and them feelings are still there. Yeah. They're gonna be yeah. valid and strong and all that stuff. So so yeah, when we when we're fighting, we can't and there are some times where we had to. Right? We did the Love Hour live mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we, we were trapped. Yeah, we did the Love Hour Live tour two mm-hmm. years in a row. Ooh. We did fifty cities the first time, mm-hmm. and then it was like actually like 60 cities the first time and the second time it was like 75 80 we cities. did entirely too many it was a lot there'll be times that we were fighting backstage over eight months over eight months we went to chattanooga tennessee that's how you lot. know how serious we were and knoxville <laughs> and nashville. Chattanooga. we went to chattanooga knoxville memphis. nashville and memphis in this oh you went trifecta <laughs> yeah there's no reason to go to all of oh, those right and we would be not speaking to each other while we're traveling in the hotel, in the car, on the way to the venue, in the green room, and we'd walk out on stage. Hold oh, man, Doctor Phil and his wife. Hello, y'all. Welcome to Chattanooga. We doing it. Go backstage. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> right? Beefing, beefing broccoli. We. <laughs> it was very tough. Mm-hmm. It was, and we had to tell ourselves the people who pay their ticket, they don't care. You figure mm-hmm. it out. And luckily for us, it was scripted, like almost not scripted mm-hmm. in the sense of scripted, but we had done it so much that we knew what we were going to say, and we could just go through and, and do it, but it was very hard. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But like, I just get anxiety just thinking about it. I know. It. I'm like, what I would you do, do when they when it? Because let me tell you something. Like, it is a fact. When you are mad at your man, there is nothing that he can say that is funny. He <laughs> becomes the most unfunny person. Amen. Okay. Yeah. Amen. Not a single thing yeah. he says is funny. So I can't imagine being up there and he like cracks a joke. And I'm like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's that, so real. That is so real. <laughs> and that's why, like, the people that say that, like, it's lovey-dovey all of the time, I'm just like, this is it's so inauthentic to the human experience. Because you go to work and your coworkers piss you off. Mm-hmm. How is your partner? And we're not the same. I piss myself off when I'm alone. So it's impossible. <laughs> right. I get on my own nerves. I disappoint myself. I don't know how. And if you, if it is true then somebody's not being authentic in their relationship, I believe. Yeah. I think somebody's not telling the truth about how they feel. Mm-hmm. Somebody's not yeah. sharing. If you if you never argue, like Melissa said, you, you grew up with your siblings, whom you love. They mm-hmm. get on your nerves. Your parents, your homeboys, your homegirl. In every relationship where you are true, authentic, and real, you guys get on each other's nerves because mm-hmm. you're different people. Natural, yeah. So how could it not happen in your romantic relationship, the person you spend the most time with? How could it yeah. not happen? Yeah. Yep. Somebody lying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm all, for a long time. I think I felt guilty because I was like, a lot of the couples were telling us like, oh, we just compromise. Well, just yeah, we figure just it out. Just we'll take just turns, figure it out. You know, we'll write <laughs> down and then the next one I'll do. Take a two minute break and then we'll get back to it. You <laughs> two, know? Minutes? Like, <laughs> two minutes. Two minutes. <laughs> That's not long Seriously, enough. Like five couples told us that, and we're like, wow, are we, do we need more therapy? Like, right. You know, right. Yeah. Yeah. Start making like you're crazy. You know what, though? I think that it it speaks to um, even the title of the book. There's some people that are like really get like up in arms about the title of the book. And they're like, well, that means you married the wrong person. I don't. I disagree. I think that the reality of life is that we have seasons that are hard. Mm-hmm. And acknowledging that does not make this love any less. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it just speaks to the reality of life. Sometimes I just told this on the podcast the other day. Okay. I just turned 40 and my emotions are out of whack. They okay? are. I don't, I, we don't need your amen right now. They are <laughs> out of whack. They are so just up and down, mood swiggy. I don't know if menopause is trying to knock on the door. I don't know, but it's a lot happening in my world right now. Okay. It just is. And it's, it's just, it's very ghetto. It's just because. <laughs> these hormones are set up listen it came out of nowhere i'm just who asked you to be here go away so anyway um i can't remember i was saying that but the point is you go all through these um phases of life and i'm like i don't even know what i'm doing with my own body right now like i don't know what's happening i can only imagine how this feels for him man i can only imagine and it's okay to acknowledge like this is a weird thing that's happening right now. Bruh. I don't know, but it's life and you can get through it. And acknowledging that doesn't lessen, dampen or diminish a love that is real. I, I really think it's just true to the authentic, the authentic experience. Because when you look back over, come on, Jesus, when I look back over my life yeah, they both. and all <laughs> I've been through, I've had some hard seasons hey. and that don't make my life any less. Why would it make my love less? You know what I mean? And I think yes. that sometimes people feel like, uh, you know, it, it. there's a more direct link to marrying the wrong person or you're unhappy in your marriage. I think if you have more hard times than good times, okay, then that's the conversation. Yeah. But to acknowledge that there are seasons in which 
transitions happen and they're hard. You bring kids into the world. That's hard. Yeah. You work together. That's hard. You get through it. You figure it out. You find a groove. But in the beginning, you looking like, don't touch me today. Yeah. Yep. What I want you to do is not touch me. Yes. That's okay. Because yeah. that's real. I want to throw a sports We're analogy. We're talking a lot in. and then we got to throw it today. You're right. You're right. We talk a lot, honestly, when we have people that we really enjoy. Oh my God. This is super fun. By we way. talk we'll much less. We start using that as a compliment. <laughs> we people. do. Because when we, uh, in the interviews going well, we talk more. Other times we question, they talk. Question, they talk. Yeah. I've noticed that about how I feel internally. Okay, but we got to make sure because I don't yeah, want yeah. people in the comments. I don't okay. care about people in the comments. Yeah, but you have to think about that. <laughs> That's me. That's what I would say. They're going to go through every video and see who you guys hate. Like, yes. <laughs> I don't care about those comments. I am having a great time. And that's more important to me. I want to use a sports analogy about seasons because I love sports. And let's talk about the Patriots because they were a good team. They're usually a perennially a good team for the last 15 years. Even good teams have bad seasons. Sure. Even great mm -hmm. players have bad games. And you'd be like, man, this is crazy. Tom Brady got hurt. They had a new guy in. This happens. People leave, come, and they're like, they're not winning the Super Bowl every time. Yet, they have won more Super Bowls in the last 10, 15 years than anybody else. But it doesn't mean they win every time. It doesn't mean they have perfect games every time. It doesn't mean they don't suck. They don't get mad. They're not yelling. Tom Brady's not smashing a Microsoft notebook thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that's the realism of marriage. Like, Michelle Obama said this about she her sure Barack. Did. She was like... <laughs> It's like I hated him for like eight years. That Straight. is my not me. I wanted to bring that up today. Talk about that. It. That quote saved me in a way that I didn't even know I needed to be saved. Really? Amen. Say more. Say more. It is just like it's a really hard season right now mm -hmm. with younger kids, and I think sometimes we get in the day to day, and you know we're both burned out, and I'll be looking at him like. I don't think I like him anymore. <laughs> well, what did I do? And then the second we get the kids away, it's like, I think I do actually like him. I was close. I was scared. I was scared for a second, you know? And marriage is so hard. It's it's the hardest thing. I, I say this to everybody. It's the hardest thing on this planet. No, even, These kids are hard, but marriage is still hard. Yeah. Right? And I can understand why Michelle said she didn't like him for those 10 years. And she added, she said, and that was when we had small kids. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay. It all makes sense. That definitely makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I'm, actually, I'm surprised, though, that people would say that the title of the book is a problem because it it is hard. And you know what, though? Easy. I'm going to tell you what we, and the reason we titled this, when we were coming up, kind of how you were saying, Peter, about like every couple was telling you that they never argued or anything like that. When we were young and married in, in our church, we were asking people like, yo, y'all struggle with this? And everybody was saying no. So we yeah. start feeling like, dang, are we the only ones? Mm -hmm. And then what happened mm -hmm. is these people start getting divorced. So what we found out is it wasn't true. They were just lying <laughs> to themselves <laughs> or to us. It actually really was hard. So we decided, why don't we just lead with the truth? So that way, when you get married, you know what to expect, as opposed to us thinking, oh, it's going to be all perfect and easy and all that. And that's what everybody's telling us. And then we and we love each other. We had no kids early on. And we still found some really difficult moments. And we're like, oh, this, y'all were just not telling the truth about marriage. We're going to tell people so they'll be prepped for those moments and so they won't feel alone when it gets to some tough times. And they can actually have longer marriages and not feel like they're crazy for having a bad week, month, or year. Hello. Or two years. Hello. 
No, I'm not gonna be talking about you. I'm talking about that. <laughs> I, that was okay then. What? How, what even it, from? Sorry. Just no. to like expand on that from a religious standpoint, I always do try to remind myself that marriage is supposed to be similar to the love Jesus had for the church, right? right? So. I know that the enemy is going to be coming at it all yeah, the time, yeah. right? He's trying to break families apart. And so, you know, Peter might be getting on, on my nerves one day. I'm like, ooh, the enemy is trying to break this family <laughs> apart today. <laughs> he is. He is. And I try and remember that. Yeah. He is. He is. <laughs> you, so you guys are so funny. You guys really are. Naturally funny. Yeah, the sarcasm is elite. Okay, yeah. this is <laughs> this is freaking fantastic. Uh, Peter, did you grow up very religious? So he grew up in a, a Buddhist household, okay, but went to Catholic schools his whole life. Twelve years of Catholic school. Yeah. Mm. Um, before we got married and when we were dating, I had said like, you know, it's really important to me that I marry somebody who's Christian and that I raise my kids in a Christian household. And he was like, I, I respect that. And I also want to become Christian. Mm -hmm. And then I heard, felt something in me like, this is not the right way. Like this is, I don't want him to find God because mm -hmm. we got married. Yeah. I want him to go on his own journey. And, you know, I, all I can do is like present it. Mm -hmm. Oh, we lost you guys for a second. Oh. All I can do is present it and let him go. So I think what he's trying to say is that he's on his own journey right now and uh he still has a lot of questions and i try and answer them for him sometimes but uh, you know but yeah growing Christian, up, you mm. don't have all the answers right. and just to add, add to what she's saying yeah growing up my, my parents were super super open like yeah they were they were uh practicing buddhism so, you know karma be good mm -hmm. you get good do bad you get bad um and they were super open and flexible i went to catholic school from kindergarten so through high school and they had no reservations They're like hey you want to convert you want to get, get baptized they were open so yeah and now i'm i'm excited we're getting involved in the church we're volunteering you know it's just it's just a beautiful journey i want i'm excited to see like how our family grows our kids grow in, in the church so that's dope. it's coming that. together it's coming along that's super I love dope. That. What, a, what an amazing like it really is a journey life marriage mm -hmm. personal they're all journeys you're having they're intersecting they're going different ways it's like that's why i be saying it's great but it's also be it's a lot to manage yeah because and, and that's why it is hard <laughs> who you marry today might not be the person that they are in 20 years and you could take you out the married, mic exactly. you could take out the mic the person <laughs> yeah. you married today will not be the same person <laughs> that you they will not they will you not. know yeah yeah we use football i like basketball I, I, it's 82 game season right we got 82 right games. It's, just, it's one year right next season we can we can yeah up and even season. good teams have like they have a stretch where they just stink yeah mm -hmm. the lakers started terrible last year mm -hmm. and they for the first two months and i think that's what we and i think just and listen it might be sounding like we're doing the inverse but we're trying to set people up to learn how to manage that instead of expecting i think a lot of times people expect it to be nice and perfect every time every day every month and that's just unrealistic. And I want y'all to understand how the life works. Well, and, and so much of it is really, um, I'm not saying that Kevin is difficult. I am saying actually, or that your partner is always the person that's difficult. What happens is as you mature, you learn yourself. 
And as you yeah. learn yourself and you learn to speak those things and change and evolve and you present that, that's why what Elena was saying, you're not the same person. In, in many ways, I am who I've always been. I just don't know that at 20, I discovered all that I am. If that makes sense. Like all of these components and these pieces are probably there and they're just laying dormant. And then you have something that happens or a trigger or a realization. And you're like, you know what? I don't like spicy food. <laughs> all this time I've been eating spicy food because you like it. And I just want to tell you out loud that I don't like it. Mm. And moving forward, I won't be eating it no more. That like that happens yeah. and you're just and yeah. so now your partner's looking like we've been together for 20 years you've been eating spicy food with me uh what you mean you don't like spicy food <laughs> you lie i'm confused are you confused now or what are you else you yeah because, what else have you yes. and then and don't let that be the question because then well while we're here let me tell you this too yesterday you bought me these shoes right i have never liked shoes with spikes on them and you have bought me five pairs and i just want to let you know don't buy me no more and then your partner will be looking at you like who who did i marry because how do you not like spicy and you just told me you love that i buy you a pair of spike shoes every single year and now you don't like them who are you and yeah. the thing about it is it's like i i realize i'm discovering who i am i'm 40 years old Girl, that's a big age, okay? <laughs> 40 years old. I've had a lot of iterations of myself and will continue as I grow, learn, and evolve my, uh, uh, who I am. And then I'm able to voice that out loud. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that can cause um, friction because your partner grows to learn a version of you. And then all of a sudden you shake that up. Yeah, I'm not that no more. Hold on a second. Let me let me explain something to you. Yes, and that's okay. And so as you're going through that transition, yeah, that could be hard. That could yeah. be. And don't add kids, like you said, little kids. The thing is, they bring out a whole different side of you. How old are y'all kids now? One and four. One and four. Oh, girl, you Ooh. in the thick of it. Into the thick of it. <laughs> but does it like? Do you? Does it get easier or Absolutely. does it get harder? I'm sure it gets different. That's what I always ask people. Like people say it gets different. It gets, um, well, I agree with different actually. I was going to say it gets easier. Certain things are absolutely easier. Right. That's like what, yes. raise. So our boys are 16 and 14 now. Mm -hmm. Right. We have to do more planning about the dog sure than our children. Right, <laughs> our kids. Melissa set them up with their with the Uber account. I set them up with the groceries. If the Wi-Fi is on and the and the electricity is working, they can manage probably indefinitely. Right, we could probably <laughs> go on a month tour, and as long as the Wi-Fi works and they can Postmates foods and Uber somewhere, they got it. They just at this age, they just go in their rooms, they play their games. They go visit their friends. They hang out. They go to the beach. They can arrange their own rides. When they were one and four or two and four, it was diaper change, pick them up, daycare, wash them, bloody nose, whatever, doctor's appointments. Not so, a bloody nose. You know, whatever the thing is. It was, <laughs> Throw that one in there. <laughs> yeah. It was so much more to, like, physically manage. Mm -hmm. But then you have the, like, emotional part of, like, Okay, are they making good choices? Who are their friends? What kind of thing are they going to do when they move? Like, how are they going to reflect? You know, that's more like this Kaisenat thing just happened. 
and he like was giving away playstations and there was a riot oh. yeah. and when that was happening i'm seeing kids that look our kids age and i'm watching I'm like would my son mm-hmm. go there and if he went there would he be influenced to you know kick somebody's car and yeah. now you're feeling like oh man did i do a good job as a parent because they're they're they got one foot out the door and I'm questioning whether I did enough as a father mm-hmm. to make sure they make the right choices. So that's the part where it's different. But actually, physically, how much they impact your life, it absolutely gets easier. But then how much you think about them gets harder as they get older. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, if they're going to go to a friend who's going to smoke weed and drive, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. are they going to smoke? You know what I'm saying? If their friends start acting up, I'm like, how close are they as friends? Have your have your friends come to the house so we can get a read on them. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Know which yeah. ones you can't hang out with. So I think mm-hmm. my, my dad told me when I, when we first had kids, he's like, you're going to, I was like, when do you start worrying about your kids? He was like, never. The worries just change. And I feel like that's probably mm-hmm. the most, most accurate thing that, that I've been told about raising kids. Yeah. 14 and 16, like dating and girls, right? That's dating probably- and That's girls. Dating and girls. Listen. Dating and girls. Are they going to get their heart broken? Are they an incel? Are they going to treat women with respect? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, our oldest son is dating. Dating. He in love with a girl. And, oh, wow. And he's oh. like, he's is it his first love? First love. And he's like, oh. I want to be like y'all. We weren't even like us. <laughs> He's like, y'all fell in love. Yeah, technically, kind of, but he acting like we got married in high school. Right. Like, son, we had four, we went to college. Yeah. Then we just, he's like, nah, first girl, my only girl. We didn't say that. But that's what's been modeled for him. So we, that's what he's that's trying what to he's duplicate. Trying to implicate. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody told you. We never even told you to do that. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, so, oh. yes. He's it's tongue sprung. Okay. Oh, yes. man. <laughs> This girl don't poop. And if she does, it's flowers. Yes. You hear me? <laughs> this and not cool. smell like flowers, literal flowers. flowers. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say it does get, um, it does, there will be a period though where it is, I feel like it's just, it's easier. Yeah, for sure. When they start school and they're potty trained and you're looking at each other like, we got like six hours. <laughs> <laughs> we were up last night from two to five. Oh. 2 a.m. to 5 a.m. Doing what? She wanted wanted daddy. Wanted to cuddle with dad, yeah. And he is, she has him. Oh, yes. Wrapped. (laughs) Wrapped. So when he says that he was with her for two hours, he means with her in the crib, okay? Oh, yeah. You get in there? Literally, yeah. He gets in there with her, okay? I was looking at her like, I don't even know why you don't rock with me anymore. Like, you're so tight. And then I'm looking at the camera like, oh, it's, we don't have to be friends because let me tell you what I'm not going to do. I'm not, I'm not that parent. Yeah. How <laughs> big is the crib? Yeah. Peter, how tall are you? You've got to be like six feet. I'm six feet flat. Yeah. So yeah. I'm about to say, I can out. tell you are a tall are man. Tall. That can't be comfortable for you, sir. It can't be comfortable. <laughs> it don't Did matter. You know? That's my little girlfriend. For my oh, baby. That's so sweet. <laughs> Enjoy it. The thing is, you're um it goes so fast. Yeah. You're in the like super fun age. You're cool. You can kiss boo-boos goodbye. They want to talk to you still. It's freaking fantastic. You guys are in. I tell Kevin, uh, we just talked about this. I want to do it over because I want to enjoy those moments. So enjoy it, man. These are good times. That's why we got a dog. I, I do. He said that's why we got a dog. 
<laughs> I do get that though, because as much as I'm sitting here like saying, oh, oh man, it's so hard. I'll be rolling my eyes. I'm like, where's the receipt? Peter, send the kids back. <laughs> I also. Say your just, thing. Say your thing. I just love them so much. <laughs> I'm like, they're so cute. And I don't want them to grow. And I want another baby. I could have another baby. That wasn't me announcing that I want another baby, by the way. Because I do not want another baby. But you know. Yeah. Just to smell it. Yeah. <laughs> and like. Let it. I want it to be in the blob phase where they can't talk, and they can't roll, they can't do anything, and they just the, lay there. The smiles are all gummy. The, the gummy smile. Oh. <laughs> I feel I you, Elena. It. I feel you. Look at Peter's face. Oh, it's great. I'm good. I'm you said two and we're done. <laughs> two is plenty. Two is plenty. Two is plenty. And you guys have a good age gap. One and four is a good age gap. Yeah. 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 That's perfect. Hopefully they can be friends. Um, okay, before we close out, let's talk about um, what advice would you give your younger married selves? Obviously, you've been together for 10 years, but married for five. Um, but also, you do set, um, I don't know, kind of relationship dynamics and norms, even in your dating phase. And now all of these years later, 10 years is a long time, you got kids, you've done things together, you've done all of these things, and you realize, you know what? If I could have told my younger self, don't do this or don't do that or recognize by doing this, you're setting yourself up for this or whatever, whatever that advice looks like, what would you tell you 10 years ago about marriage? For me, the biggest thing is level setting expectations. Mm. It's a product plug real quick. I think we're yes. <laughs> expectations, right? Expectations. I love this. this yes. must be a good book. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think to, to piggyback off what we were talking about earlier is that, I don't know. I feel like when I got married, I thought it was just going to be like perfect, right? Picture perfect, buy a house, have good jobs. And we would just love each other every day forever. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And like just having the expectation of like, it's, it's going to be a mix of, of rough times, good seasons, bad seasons, and just, just knowing that that's, that's marriage, right? We're not going to – I thought that I had the ability to be the perfect husband so that my wife would never be mad at me. Mm. I thought I had the ability mm. to control her feelings and she would never get stressed out. She would never um, just have any negative emotion. I thought I could fix and manage, manage my marriage and control my marriage. Yeah. But level setting those expectations kind of allowed me to be like, you know what? The man above knows what's going to go on today. So just go with the rag, go for the rag. Yeah. <laughs> kind of yeah. So level setting expectations. I love that. Yeah. That's so you do realize how um, out of control you are in marriage because you literally cannot, like, I literally cannot control my husband. Mm-mm. And not just that, even in my attempt to do the very best for um, my words or actions to come out soft as a feather, it doesn't mean it lands on him the way that I intended. Yep. And yeah. so that's another like lack of control that you realize. And so you're sitting at the table. I remember we had, we had therapy one time and I was literally like crying, apologizing to Kevin. Cause I was like, I really didn't even mean it that way. Aww. I like really didn't even mean it that way. And you just realize like, that that happens you know what i mean like i mm-hmm. mean it one way i'm really trying hard to like be loving and it's coming across as like a slap in your face and it's like okay well that's sometimes marriage miscommunications right. happen let's sit down let's talk about it and right. let's apologize okay sorry i think my daughter's walking by and yeah. she's loud so i just don't if i don't you, know can you guys hear that yeah but yeah, it's if you okay. need a parent you can parent yeah. all, but it doesn't bother us yeah okay 
Um, all right, well, since you said it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think if I could tell my younger self anything, it would actually probably be you are going to have two beautiful babies one day that you are going to love. So you don't have to have them right after you get married. <laughs> Take a little bit of time. Like I just, I wish that we would have enjoyed that married, dual income, mm -hmm. don't have to give it to any of these kids phase a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though you guys were together for five years prior? Yeah, because it... it and and so the five years prior, I think that's why it felt like okay, well we're ready ready yeah. to have kids. That's but what I would have thought to too. To be married, uh, we had just bought a house. Um, we both like were in a good place with our careers. We could have traveled more. Just a few other things yeah. that we could have done. More sleep because your kids sleep. are going to yeah. dominate your time once they and, are there. You know, dating is not the same as being married. Facts. Yeah. So it was like a whole different season that we entered into. Yeah. And then we jumped right into parenthood. Yeah. And yeah. that's not to say that I regret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I get it. Obviously. Yeah. yeah we but get it. if I were to tell anybody, so I don't know if your son's listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go slow. You have all the time in the world. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You have all the time. Yeah. yeah. How old were you guys when you got married? 20... 26. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 26. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nice. Those are good ages to, to, um, um, Especially you said good income. Y'all had houses. Y'all was responsible. Mm. The kite. It's all the kite right here. Yeah. Y'all yeah. was good. That was very good. Um, okay. Thank you. First of all, thank you guys so much for joining us. This was great. fantastic. I really enjoyed this. Uh, I did too. And I've never seen, I I've read um, some articles obviously about you guys or like when you guys have been interviewed, I've read like the, the, um, the blogs is the word I was looking for, but I've never seen you guys do an interview like this where you're talking has that uh -huh. happened this is our first okay See, that's what we're, I felt we're like. always gonna remember yeah okay. oh this is great that's I, what would, I, I would not have believed that no i definitely thought it was that's why i was like maybe i just missed it so let me pre present it in a way that maybe um but what i was gonna say is um it's so interesting to um talk to you guys and see you outside of the skit form yeah. Uh, because you see your personalities from the skit definitely on the screen. But you're, I mean, obviously, I know this because I live with a comedian. But it's always interesting to see funny people be grounded. Because at the end of the day, this it's still a real relationship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when you turn yeah. the camera off, I, this is still my husband. I'm still his wife. We still got these kids that we have to parent. We have a household. And while they're funny, haha -ha skits, it's also, <laughs> it's also a business. Yeah. Like... This is something you have to show up for because this is the business. Yeah, this is yeah. how we pay our bills. This is how we finance mm -hmm. stuff for we're our still kids. Still building a business. Yeah, we're, this is the, yeah. the empire of the Singh family. And so, um, ha, 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 so funny. <laughs> but also, I need to send invoices. I need to follow up. I need to send emails. Like, yeah. there's still some things that go to this. And so, I'm just hope I say all of that to say, hopefully, when people see this, they're able to um, humanize you in a way that's not just the funny sarcastic petty kind of videos that you see online you're like oh no like this is real this is real life yeah we're humans yeah, yeah. we yeah. fight we're petty 
people see us on the on those petties and they leave comments like oh my god i bet this couple never fights and i all those are the comments i respond to where i'm like we do yeah and we do yes <laughs> yes that's people often even in our videos like i bet you guys just laugh all the time no no, no because one thing Elena said that I relate to, if I'm mad, I, you you think you Kevin Hart? If you don't go. <laughs> In the house bombing. Just, yeah. Ha, 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 who? Ha, 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 who? Because there's nothing. You are not funny. Ain't no, nothing you, you got you to Kevin say. Hart. Yeah. I ain't at your little comedy uh, show. Say, I didn't buy a ticket. I ain't buy a ticket. I didn't buy a ticket. I don't see, I don't get the hype, frankly. <laughs> don't even show me a TikTok. Give me yes. a TikTok I would have laughed at, but since you showed it to me about the Today is not the day. That's the one. Today you is not the day. You know what? If somebody else said that to me, it would be funny, but since you said it's not funny. I have an attitude, okay? Don't do me. <laughs> Thank you guys so very much. Thank you guys. Before we close out, can thank you tell you the people, um, thank you, where time. to find you, and if you have any upcoming projects or anything you'd like to talk about, let the people know. The Sing Fam on TikTok and Instagram, and hopefully some YouTube stuff coming soon. There we go. Yeah. Very good. Maybe some Kev on stage, Mrs. Kev on stage collabs. Listen. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, we love it. All right, you guys. Thank you thank so you much for thank joining you. us. Thank you, um, thank audience, you. for watching today's episode. We'll catch y'all later. Bye. 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 Bye.